0: Welcome to uh, another fun-filled episode of Marketing to Niche Podcast, episode three. All right. That's right. Woo. Boom. Uh, we do have a special so, guest. So, wait a minute. I feel oh, like, oh, I feel like
1: t- this is the first one I've been on, but <laughs> this is number three. That's why I was
0: calling you a very special guest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like it. Things happening without me. That's how things eventually need to work. Um, of course, Aaron's not here. Um those of you who have tuned in the first two episodes will, will notice you won't hear his voice, but we do have Chris. Um,
2: and we're rotating different people in and out, yep. so yep. this is just kind of a free-flowing uh, format.
0: Exactly. Um, so, uh, today's episode, we're focusing on actually the history of internet marketing.
1: The history of internet marketing, I like it.
0: So, uh, and, and it's a kind of a special episode as well, because we are going to interview Chris. I know there's so many people out there that want to know more about Chris what makes him tick, what he's done, how he has taken eWeb results and made it this massive <laughs> company. Yeah. Um, uh, so so let me go ahead, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, family background, companies, everything. Um, from from the beginning. From the, beginning, from the beginning of time. All the way up to Bobblehead. <laughs> all right, all the way
1: up to Bobblehead. And we have the Bobbleheads over there. So, um, so I started my first uh, company in 1991. Uh, that company is SES Research. Uh, it, it's a carbon nanomaterial manufacturing business. I was still in college when I started it, and that business is still up and running. I think we'll probably touch on it uh, maybe a little bit later in, in kind of this conversation. Um, that, that business is, because it's a research, a business that serves the research market it's really small, right, so the market that's available is small and looking for additional opportunities. I bumped into a business partner, incredibly talented at graphic design, incredibly talented with computers, uh, I'm a programmer by nature, uh, and so we said, hey, let's get together and start E-web Style." at the time. Got an interesting story about that, I'll, I'll add that <laughs> in a second. Um, and so we started eWebStyle. And, and, and I, guess, I guess the interesting story is, okay, first thing, you got to make a website, right? You're now going yeah. to start marketing to people, make a website. And my business partner, who was also involved, is also <coughs> one of the business partners in eWebStyle, uh, Robert. Um, we said, hey, the website's up. Go check it out. And the next day he came back to us and said, I can't find it. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and and it turns out we had the domain name e-webstyle.com, and that was what we were going with because e-webstyle without the dash was not available. And so as soon as, and we, I know we had mentioned to him that there was a dash at some point, and the fact that even after mentioning it to him that he couldn't find it meant we had to get the the, the, the domain without the dash, and so we got that. That's a whole other interesting story, <laughs> how we ended up getting in that, um, and probably shouldn't be told actually on, on camera. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you started uh, eWebSign in 1999, correct? In 1999. So I always joke, like, uh, Al Gore invented the internet, and then we started eWebSign. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: that's, that's how,
1: how that goes. Uh, so we're delivering websites, um, really good websites. And we had people who were interested. It turned out, it, looked, it seemed like everybody we gave a website to, either the day we gave it to them or exactly 30 days later, they came back to us and said, hey, great. Thanks for the website, this great website. How do I get it on the first page of Google? Um, And I actually had some pet projects in competitive industries, and so knew the process. Um, Mostly what I knew about the process was that it's incredibly time-consuming, and it's actually gotten more time-consuming, more involved, (laughs) more complicated, um, and there's more competition now than than there was back then. Uh, So we really kind of stayed away in the early days, because it was just me and Javier. We stayed away from SEO, but kind of understood, if you understand business, that... Residual income is is a smart decision for your business. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, how do you make residual income a smart decision for us? Also, a smart decision for customers. And the way you do that is by delivering value. So, uh, if you ask somebody, "What is the ROI of having a website?" is there is there an
2: answer? Like, is there an answer? Depends, right? That's the answer,
1: right? It it, it depends. It's kind of like a business card. If you ask somebody, "Hey," (laughs) <laughs> your business cards cost one hundred and fifty dollars. What's the ROI on your business card?
0: Mm. I do you even get make like, money off a of business
1: card? Right. It's <laughs> kind of well like if you, you land a client, yeah, like you true, just don't know. True. It's so arbitra- well, uh, it's, it's not arbitrary, is, but it's, it's so nefarious, right? Like you just do nefarious has an evil connotation. It's, <laughs> it's just unknown, right? It maybe if you don't have those business cards, you never get any business, right? with a website is maybe I don't close I think I heard you guys on a phone right now a guy didn't even have a website for a long time doesn't include it in his email thread so people there are some people who can do business without websites uh, but most need them and it's a credibility piece yes yes switch the, the gears a little bit and turn that into, okay, now we're we're driving traffic to that website and now we're responsible for making sure that traffic actually converts into customers and you've got a fee per month and it can be traced to specific customers per month. Yeah. Now you've got a tra- traceable ROI, right? We believe that, that uh, marketing is not an expense, it's an investment, right? Yeah. And, and the way you invest is, is with internet marketing.
2: Well, you know, uh, I'm getting a lot of conversations with uh, clients, a little bit bigger clients that are uh, we're competing against like PR firms, right. right? And so we're talking about billboards, we're yep. talking about radio ads, yep. we're talking about magazine spreads. Yep. And the thing that I keep going back to is internet marketing can be tracked. You can pivot, you can uh, change direction yep. on what you need. Like if you're gonna do yep. a radio, do like Spotify or Pandora where you can target your customers. But that's the real advantage. Not just can you interact with customers now online; you can now target and see what happens with yep. those, those, those those marketing dollars. Yep. So you, you really can be a lot more effective and, and change on the fly if you see things uh, going a different way with like A/B testing.
1: And yeah. Stuff, so it's it's a traceable ROI. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And and there's nothing more traceable than than internet marketing. So so we had customers asking for <coughs> internet marketing for SEO. Uh, you know really they asked for how do I get on the first page of Google that's SEO right search yeah. engine optimization so um, a couple of years down the road we, we ended up hiring our first kind of internet marketer uh, first search engine optimizer and now off we are we're doing search engine optimization and then in 2009 you know we started the podcast the the SEO podcast unknown secrets of internet marketing. Um, and that was, you know, an important part of uh, of eWeb style history.
2: How many episodes are are we at? We're on a- episode four twenty eight.
1: Will be four hundred and twenty eight episodes. So what is that? Two hundred and twenty four hours of con- plus of content. Wow! More than two million downloads.
0: Um, it's it's a we're it's at a like pit.
2: three. Well, we've been totaling it up, right? What's it's like three
0: point seven million? Three point seven, and million? that's across like all platforms. So, uh, right, not just iTunes. Not just oh, iTunes. Right, yeah. So I don't even think you can say we're the most popular on iTunes. We are the most popular internet marketing internet podcast. Marketing podcast. Period. Period. In the known universe. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> in the known
1: universe. So, um, so yeah. So that podcast uh, was an important day. And then I would say another important day was uh, when we decided to change the name to Results. So I've, I believe in self-development. I believe in you know, constantly pushing the team to be better. Oh, yeah. And everybody yeah. here believes in that. And uh, so I have a business coach, and one day the business coach was like, I think you need to change your name, right? We were eWebStyle at the time, and I'm like, okay, well, what do, you, what do you think it needs to be changed to? And he was like, E-Web Results," because I keep you know, talking to my customers, who ultimately become our customers, and they're like, hey, they're focused on results, they deliver results, it's PPC results, it's search engine optimization results, it's website results, and uh, their name is eWebStyle. <laughs> he was like, You need to be E Web Results. And it's one of those, you know, if somebody says, Hey, change your business name, right? The yes. guards go yeah, up, the shields yeah. up, a okay. board, yeah. like fight. And I, it, it didn't really last that long. I was like, Yeah, no, that's a good decision. So now now we are E Web Results.
0: <coughs> Alright, so, so um we've got a background, we talked about the podcast, um, which I will ask you. I wanna know some more about the podcast later on, but what you know, you, you've, you've, you've touched on some great things that you've done. What are your, like, greatest successes? Like, what, you know, so, top uh, yeah. two, three, whatever. So, it,
1: by far, the podcast, right? That's one of the greatest ones. If you read a book by Jim Collins, uh, From Good to Great, he talks about, I think it's a 30-mile march, uh, and that's in the context of, you know, going through Antarctica. There are days when you could do a lot more than 30, and there are days in Antarctica where 30 is a struggle, and so if you just set this pace and you just keep hitting 30 over and over and over again and delivering over and over again, uh, it's easier, you know, one, one day and maybe two days. And then it's really hard the next day, but you end up with yeah. a good balance. And uh, it's the people, it's the explorers who push too hard too fast and then not hard enough when they need to. And so I really believe that our podcast is our 30-mile march. Um, you know, it took a complete year, 12 months before we got our first phone call from the podcast, right? And so that was you know, obviously some commitment goes there and we've talked kind of regularly about that podcast and the value it actually brings to our team. Uh, irrespective of uh, the, the the leads that come from it, right? So now it's our biggest lead generator. It's probably about forty percent of our business comes through our podcast. Uh, thank you, people who sign up uh, and connect with us. And, and not only
0: that, too. Like as a as a eWeb Results team member, for me, like if I if I need like man, I'm, I'm learning something new. I can go back to the podcast and you know listen to the two experts here, and I'm like, oh, okay, wow, like. That's how hey, you. Do it. That's how you do it. Yeah. Like it, it's always it's it's, you know, it's a history document that's always going to be there, and that that I have or anyone else has to go back and say, hey, I wonder, you know, if they search this, and of course, you know, they're all searchable, so it's great. Just you know, even before yeah. Matt, but it's still it's it's great that there's all this information out there well, for absolutely. people to, to search. Yeah. So
1: yeah. Um. I so so the value of the podcast is the resource that yep. it generates. A lot of uh, you have a book that just came out. Right? <laughs> show uh, it's right there. Yeah, show that book. That's um, that's uh, build your brand mania. Uh, it's it's awesome. Um, and one of the things that that it, it talks about is you need to become a recognized expert yes. in your field, right? And and I you know this enough to write a book about it. Um, I know this from reading some bits and pieces here. Like okay, that makes sense. But the question is 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 one, how do you become an expert in your industry? And then two, how do you show it, right? Because I, I fundamentally believe it's not that hard to become an expert. I mean, you need to read a ton. This guy reads more than anybody I've ever met, um, uh, in And you've got to read a ton. And then I really believe the expertise sinks in when you teach, right? Oh, yeah. And so this podcast is really about sinking in the expertise that we have by teaching others what we know uh so so really uh, that's how we kind of define being uh, that's how we become the expert and now how do you share it with other people so let's let's just say your environment was we've done some training at the small business association here in houston yeah and if that's your environment <coughs> yes you can share that but it might not be as powerful as hey the way you know we're experts and we can share this is we have uh, an internationally recognized podcast. We are internationally recognized experts at search engine optimization because of our podcast. So it, it really kind of folds together in, it's the method, it's the, it's the podium from which we teach, and also the, the sign or the, the, the badge that we wear
2: uh, as being internet marketing Well, experts. I feel like the podcast keeps us up to date, yeah. right? Like, oh, we're yeah. always reading new articles, trying to decide what, what we're gonna talk about on the podcast. So we're always reading through the news and we know what's going on. Yep. and We see where the market trends are happening. Yep. And, and I, I'm seeing updates all the time. Google, Facebook, they keep changing stuff. And if you're not on top of it, right. or you have someone that's feeding you that information, you know, you're going to get left behind. Yeah. I mean, every time you log into something new, like you log it's into changed. Google yeah. Hangouts, is yeah. Google Voice, you look at uh, uh, Google AdWords, they changed that oh, format. the other day I, mean, I
0: was like, what just happened to this? You yeah. Know. GDPR, right? Yeah. It's, it's a massive, yeah. massive, yeah. massive
1: uh, change. So, uh, so, yeah, and we will read anywhere between five and ten articles before we even hone in on the articles that we're actually going to discuss in the podcast. Yep. So. So, yes, the expertise is even deeper than... Or we're even write our own. I mean, Other yeah, we're this. starting to do yeah. a lot of,
2: like, guest posting, yeah. you know, and and that's another way to create authority to somebody else's traffic, yep. right, and it's mutually beneficial. Yeah. Right? And so there's a lot of ways to create yourself as an authority. i want not wanting them all. Right, yeah. Again. <laughs> right. So, yeah.
1: so, yeah, I, I think the, the, the greatest success really is, 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 the, is the podcast and... Uh, and the value that it brings both to the company and to to, to internet marketers oh, yeah. in general.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we talked about your greatest success. What is the one? And you may not have any failures, right? right, right. <laughs> but what's the we one? All do. Let's be realistic. Right? <laughs> what's your one failure that stands out the most? And uh, would you go back and change it?
1: So, because um, uh, you kind of. Thank Thankfully, you prepped me for this, and I, I was trying to think of failures. I've had other businesses, and I wasn't and, prepped for this question. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you take it? <laughs> so uh, I've had a, a number of businesses, and, and uh, uh, as I look at those businesses, I've you know closed some. I can think of one where I was actually selling radar jammers. Right. So so for police radar, you guys didn't uh-huh. know this. So for police <laughs> radar, right? So the yeah. radar detector you have in your car there are things called radar jammers and we were, we were selling them not for long, it was probably six months or something and really what caused us to stop selling them is I actually hooked up with a cop and we did a test and it didn't really seem to work and uh. at that point I'm like okay I'm no longer comfortable doing this of course the manufacturer has all these well if you're speeding up and like all these reasons why it didn't work in that context but I was like no I think this is a, a, you know I'm a little uncomfortable with this it's not necessarily a failure because we actually did make the, our investment back, right? So everything that we put into that business worked, but it was time spent on something yeah. not valuable.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: I'll say, like within the context of eWeb style and web results, um, there there have been some failures and things that I would absolutely change. And I think one of them is uh, we recognized at one point in the company that um, that that we were spending too much time on each customer right uh-huh. we weren't actually tracing the the employee time close enough or at all and therefore not close enough to understand where was our time going who was getting the attention and how much attention were they getting and so we ended up in a situation where it was hard very hard for us to be profitable because we were actually continually over delivering to our customers yep. now I'd much rather be in an over-delivery yeah, standpoint, yeah. right? But but if the company can't make isn't making money because that piece isn't being managed properly, um, then it's you know we're not going to be able. You can't over deliver to a customer for too long uh, if you're broke and out of business. So uh, <coughs> I would I would say definitely getting on <clears throat> that was a mistake. Not really tracking that time, and then getting on to where we are tracking time is. Uh, is, is, and, is, is and we're important. actually,
2: moved, we, we have uh, something called Time Doctor. Shout out to Time Doctor. Yeah. For yeah, tracking time. It's, it's great. Yeah. It's yeah. great. But I really want to And by get, great,
1: he means annoyingly <laughs> good at make, keeping me well, on task. Well, and, I, I'm waiting
2: for those RPGs, like where it, you basically oh, yeah. build a character based on experience on like different clients. Gamification. Work, <laughs> like the gamification of, of the time The time entry, yeah. And I feel like... Uh, that would be a game-changer yeah <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah I think it's a, yeah there's a in fact I literally just sent an article this morning to one of our customers um, it, they, they were looking at gamifying their training program and so I saw an article in the process of reviewing for the podcast uh, that was about gamification and forwarded it very over cool. to Harvard, so yeah
0: all right so uh, you know we we talked about why you started eWebResults e-web Style kind of in your background uh, we we learned a little bit about the history of e results the podcast all that. So what interested you though? I, I don't think this question really came out. Is what interested you in internet marketing?
1: Right. So um, that's a, that's that's interesting. I can say so. I started the first company in 1991. I was still in college and and I had <coughs> and I studied mechanical engineering actually. So didn't study marketing no. or anything yeah. or even on the creative side of things. Um, and I and I and I felt inside, very, even before I got out of college, that there probably wasn't a business in the city of Houston that I couldn't go in, bill a decent amount, and deliver more value to that company than I was billing, right? But I'm a 19-year-old kid, so how like how is that going to work? And I, and I think I, I tell that because it's it's relates to how interested from a very early age I was. At at helping businesses at at being able to contribute to a business yeah. at a at a high level, right?
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, it turns out there's a lot of serendipity in eWeb results because uh, at the time I bumped into Javier. He's one of the co-founders of the company, still uh, still one of the owners of the company. And uh, and I bumped into Javier. He's an incredibly talented graphic artist, really good on computers in general. And and I had programming experience from uh, from the engineering days. I'm like, let's get together, Now, like I said, SES Research, yep. good company, working, but a small market, so let's start this company.
2: Well, that's one of the things, too, that we don't ever talk about. Right. We have a whole like, IT side, infrastructure yep. side of the business, uh, where we service clients 24-7, we yep. have servers going, we do hosting, there's there's a lot of other things that we offer, even though we spearhead it with the internet with marketing. The, with the internet marketing, yeah.
1: yeah. So, and that's an interesting story. How do we even get into internet marketing? We had, I mean, into into IT is we had customers who would, like, call us up and say, do you guys do IT? And we're like, well, no, not really, but what do you need? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, I need a printer set up. And I'm like, well, we did that yesterday for ourselves. So, and then we would just start billing that. So, um, so yeah, we definitely do IT. And, and I think you guys might have some appreciation for how that IT background House. comes really yeah. like when we start having these email delivery problems and we, we start having like yep. we're migrating one customer from one place to the other. I can't tell, like just this week we've got uh, a, a customer who's working with another internet marketing agency who's come back to us for because we're ho- they're hosting with us and their internet marketing agency is asking us to do stuff that they should know how to do, Yeah. right? And and we do just because of that kind of IT background. So, yeah, IT is an important...
2: Well, thing. even when we launched our own website yeah, this yeah. week, you yeah. know, knowing that we have the, the background and skills to do that where we're not going to lose search rankings, the website's not going to go down. Yeah. We transferred somebody else to us, too, where the other... The other oh, couple, yeah. They, I mean, like... So yeah. this
1: is, yeah, a dirty pool. They they decided to stop using a company that was burning them, basically, right? Like, that might be a reasonable way to describe it. They they shift shifted, so they say, hey, we're going to start using this other company. And mysteriously, their website goes down, <laughs> right? And so we get it up in, in 24 yeah. hours. Right? Yeah,
0: so well, that's... And that's, ex- and that's what's cool. cool is when you tell people, we are all in-house. Yeah. We literally are all in-house. Yeah. When you see Javi walk out of here with a big cable thing of a yeah. fiber wire, you're like, oh, wow. this he's, is." He's going to go do uh, <laughs> IT. He's yeah. going to go install cables at a location. Yeah. You IT. don't know
2: how many more questions I'm starting to get that. Right. Like, where's your team at? Right. Who's based there? Yeah. And I'm like, we're oh, all in-house. All the you expertise got. are here. Yep. and that and that makes a huge difference for a lot of clients Well I
1: think it, it goes back to so so we can talk about the industry uh, in general a little bit. Um, I think even when you started out was my story it, it was uh, was more about <coughs> hey, when we talk to new prospects, about 80% of them have been burned by one yeah. company right? yeah. And yeah. that's just no longer true like it's just not true. Mm-hmm. when we talk to people now, about 90 percent have been burned by two or more companies right yeah, like yeah. it's just uh it's just really bad and so some of that is the outsource companies and so they're trying to do it on the cheap and it doesn't work and so like hey if i'm going to work with you guys is your where is your team right and how is your team and and so i i believe in full disclosure full honesty we have employees so these are not outsourced people these are employees in other countries right so uh, Venezuela is yeah. one, and Bulgaria is another. And but they're employees; like they get they've been here
2: uh, longer than me. And, yeah. Been yeah.
0: Here than and you. you can text them day or night, anytime. Yeah, and, and they are on it. Like, so so I
1: don't even consider that like an <laughs> outsource. It's taking advantage of the the the, 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 the and, and passing that on to the customer, Offshore, the financial yeah. by o- offshoring it. Uh, but they are employees. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, <clears throat> so I I I want to. Dive a little bit deeper into the podcast. Okay, um, you know, I, like I think there, you know, you talked about kind of why you started it, but like there's still, I feel like there's still some more you could talk about the podcast. Like, <coughs> you know, I know that it's it's you're giving away like uh, so much, uh, every, yeah, every, yeah, yeah, everything.
1: So, I, I, okay, two two stories. One just because it's kind of cool. Um, so it's taken years. Right, so we're talking what uh, 2009, 2018, so nine years, uh, and I finally met somebody who knew me from the podcast (laughs) out in public. Yeah, that was recently. That was recently, right? (laughs) So I have met up with podcast listeners, right? Punch in the face to Dean Calhoun. Um, Punch in the face is a good thing, by the way. Uh, I have Mm -hmm. bumped in, I've actually intentionally met podcast listeners but this is when i was sitting there my wife and i were talking um we're 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 at a at, a, at an event and two people at the event came up and he's like do i know you like how do i know you I like well i do have a podcast that's how i know you i was like really <laughs> <laughs> so so that's kind of cool um and then uh, you know we get the call every now and then where people were like hey it's it's i feel like i'm talking to a celebrity because i've been listening to the podcast so long so that, that's kind of the fun the fun side of it um Yeah, we give a lot of information away on the podcast. Uh, So much so, and this is a, this is, I'm really kind of proud of this. Uh, We've got a podcast listener, his name is Manny, he's actually a customer of ours. And we had him on, he's like the, so far the only podcast listener that came on to actually give a testimonial. And he talked about how he took his traffic, I think it was in the hundreds of visits per month to the thousands and tens of thousands of visits per month, uh, listening to the podcast. And, um, and and implementing the stuff that we said on the podcast.
2: Well, I think that that's something really important too. Um, a lot of companies that are out there, they're very hard to get a hold of. Right. Okay. There's they're very limited access uh, to try to get your voice heard um, if you're a client. And we're really geared towards an educational company. And so people can call us and get on the phone with us and, yep. and we do these uh, monthly results calls, right. you know, the MRCs. And they have time with us, and we explain things, and we teach them. And they yeah. understand And they understand, and I think that that's one of the, the biggest selling points right. um, or differentiating points for us versus other agencies is we really go above and beyond on the education part and teach them. Uh, bringing on a new client, actually, talk to I said, hey, I'll set everything up, and then we'll do, like, a, a profit plan or, right. like, a coaching session, right. and I'll teach you how to use it. And then, um, you know... You, you, you run with it and come back if you need anything yeah. else. And he's like, well, how are you guys going to make any money? You know, And I was like, well, we, we really we just want to help a lot of people. Right. And, and we manage a lot of uh, bigger clients. And we really do this as a kind of a give back to the community. Right. Um, you know, And we're, we're coming out with a number of like different information-based products and stuff right. like that because we are education-oriented. Yeah. And, and, yeah. I, and I, and I <laughs> think that that, gosh, I've heard that over and over again in-house team yep and then like you actually like take the time to like explain stuff to me you know
1: so I mean, so oh. it, it, just to talk uh, like our process right starts with a 15 sometime 30 minute call <coughs> goes into the kind of profit plan that you talked about it's 499 it's risk free 100% refundable I will personally refund your money if you don't get value out of that and, and I can say that because I don't have to worry about it. Like everyone who calls in and, and participates in that first 15 to 30 minute call, like they're giving us reviews about how, va- how much valuable
2: information yeah. they got from that
1: first call, yeah. <laughs> right? Let alone if they move into the profit plan. A, a lot kind of people
2: of, are like, hey, like we, we usually go like 30, 40 right, minutes right. sometimes with these clients. They yeah. just call in and we're like, hey, like we've got to keep going, but we need to. And we've done that a few times like, hey. Um, There's more value yeah. to give, but we've got it, to, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. It's, 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 you know, it takes time and, you know, time is money.
0: And, and, and even talking about like example, like this morning, um, the guy that we moved uh, his website yeah. and taking over, he called, he was, you know, he was a little upset about not being able to find something. And rather than just saying, oh, here it is, send it to him. We sat down, we talked on the phone, we walked in step by step. Hey, if this ever happens again. Here's where you can find it. Don't yep. ever worry about it. It's not, you know. We, we by the way, we it, have it was
1: leads for the customer. Yes, So yes. yeah, so no wonder he was so concerned <laughs> yes. about it. Yeah,
0: but it's it's like being able to take the time out and hearing his voice when he called at eight forty five this morning and talking to him and sending that to Chris and then at eleven when he called and we he was still in panic and by the end of that phone call he was like he was calm. He was like, oh hey yeah, let me send you this other stuff. Blah blah blah. Like, it's great that we have that relationship with a client because now they know, oh, wow, they're here for me. We're 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 in their their
1: corner. You know, we're in their corner. We we get it. We know, you know. If we lose leads, we freak out.
2: (laughs) And and if you want to talk about this a little bit, Chris, I know you you, you don't want to push it too much, but you have a very successful e-commerce business. Yeah, so
1: e-commerce can be challenging, right? And and I'm going to describe why sometimes it's challenging when an e-commerce lead comes in. So e-commerce often fits into really two desperate uh, categories. One is is like it's a hobby uh-huh. and they want to grow it, and they tend not to have kind of the revenue to invest in it, uh-huh. or they figured out the magic sauce and they're off and running, and and we can help yeah. and actually do the. And we may end up more in the consulting role. But there is this space in between where we can help companies grow. So my original company uh, as a carbon SES research is a carbon nanomaterial manufacturing company, ended up in the supplement market because of one of the products that we have. And so eWeb results has helped SES research go from uh, a, a half million dollar a year business to a $2.5 million dollar a year on online revenue sales, right? And those are through the kind of processes that we already know and implement regularly of uh, proper remarketing, proper shopping cart, abandoned cart follow-up, marketing and display marketing in the right places, uh, good search engine optimization, good conversion optimization on the website. So, so yeah, we've got that capability. And it's and again, it takes a broad base of skills to be ever yeah. to be able to do well in any e-commerce <laughs> environment. And those e-commerce can be the environments where people are know what they're looking for and are looking for it, and we just need to do better than the competition. Or those environments where people maybe don't know that they're looking for your product, don't know you exist, don't know that they necessarily need your specific solution. Uh, we can help both of those. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, it's. Uh, those are some of the more challenging ones and, and we, get, we get excited about <laughs>
0: that. So, so since, we're, since we're on the subject, um, and I'm sure because you're going to get a lot of questions on this one, hopefully, <laughs> uh, how come you, like why do you trust eWeb uh, to do the marketing for SES?
1: So um, to, it's a good question. So SES, yeah, went from, ha- well, m- m- frankly, mostly because it's gone from <laughs> half a million a year to, to two million. Um, obviously, I'm I'm kind of spot checking everything, and it's a great uh, it's a great place for us to actually test out to, to put some new employees to give them opportunities to work in this environment because I'm overseeing it personally because I I'm vested in the other company I mean in, in, in SES Research yeah so uh, so the reason that I trust eWeb is because like I know what our capabilities are like I know that um, that we deliver for our customers right. And so it's one of the things that I just believe if you're not ready, willing to put your money where your mouth is, then maybe your mouth should be somewhere else, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. right? So, so we're, we're absolutely putting, so I'm going to tell you that SES is one of the biggest, or the, is the biggest customer of eWeb Results because of, of how much effort eWeb Results is putting towards SES and, yeah. and getting compensated for. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm willing to put my money, my money, into yeah. web to buy the marketing that eweb delivers so yeah that's
2: awesome. absolutely
0: all right so um uh you know looking back to when you started eweb results what piece of advice would if you if you had a time machine you could get in there and go back <laughs> and talk to younger chris back in 1999 and say hey do this is there is there some advice that you would give him
1: yeah um well, and, and I haven't even talked about this. One piece of advice would be to find Matt faster <laughs> and, and by stalking Google, because <laughs> uh, because Matt has joined us and and really spearheaded a lot of a lot of things, a lot of capabilities inside of the company. Um, hopped into the podcast and delivered on that, and also uh, written a book. <laughs> <laughs> brand Mania. Build your brand mania. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well while, while helping to us us to achieve more and focus on the right things and so yeah, if I could go back, I would want to find Matt I would also because I mentioned you know one of the the, the potential flaws or, or biggest failures is, is not keeping track of time. I would want to keep track of time from day one right so even as, as, yeah. it's, as it's Javier and I, uh, literally in 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 my office in my house, like we should have been keeping track of time there. Uh, we had actually had conversations that we knew that was what we should be doing, but really enforce it in ourselves so that then as the company grows, it, it, it becomes part of the culture. Well, there was
2: a, a couple guys out of England that called in that wanted us to do some white labeling for them, and they were selling websites right. uh, under you know under five hundred dollars, under a thousand dollars, and you know that was my advice to them is. Really look at how long it's taking you to build the website and what you're promising because you might be over-promising yep. and to deliver at that level, you might lose money. Yep. And so um, I think it's really, really important uh, in the ready-fire aim, yep. you know what yep. it is? You know, find one product that you can do over and over and over again until you scale it, yep. right? And so and scale that product.
1: And I think you know when you end up, when you see people are making websites for $500 a $1,000, you know, if you're in your pajamas in your your home office, um, you can do that. And and if you're not really keeping track of your time and not valuing your time enough, um, we it's important for business owners not. You know, we advise our customers regularly. Don't compete on price, yeah. right? If because I, I love this phrase, uh, if you compete on price, you should never compete on price because there will always be somebody willing to go out of business faster than you. That's like the army yeah well, she is bitter <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you, yeah you gotta be careful about no that, you, right? do, yeah. you do you in do the, in the
0: time thing too i've never really been tracked on time until i got here right cause it wasn't a big thing in the army it was usually i mean there was they deadlines what you were doing but they right. yeah and so it's like oh hey like and, and being a broadcaster like when i shot video i had two hours to shoot it edit it and get it up on the web and the reason being on that is because then it becomes a history document it's not news it's you know it's evergreen Turns right. into you know it's not breaking news and so like using Time Doctor here you know shout out to Time Doctor again <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, it it really helps me and, and I think that I still like I still have a lot to learn on it because it's new for me right but it is such a great tool because then I can look down there and I can see Oh wow, I've spent way that too. Was, much that time was a lot longer than I thought. On this,
2: it on always this or, it always yeah, seems yeah. to take longer than yeah. you think. Like anytime you're doing anything, it's like, oh, it's just gonna be sound. You're gonna pop
1: off like a three-minute email. Yeah. yeah. Fifteen twenty Good. minutes later, you're like, yeah. okay, send.
0: And and I always worry, too because I'm like waiting for the day for, <laughs> for Chris to come in and say. I see that you were looking at social media for three hours. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's great. And crazy. you need to do four. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it, it helps me. Like, if I'm writing a blog, okay, well, I want to be able to write a blog in two hours. Right. So, and I want, like, with the research and everything, because yeah. um, most people are three hours, so let me do two. You know, let me figure out, because then I can use that hour for something else more valuable within the day Yeah, it's really that's what it comes down to if, if only there was another hour in the day. It,
1: I wish. I always <laughs> well and, 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 and that goes back to um, delivering, you know, the, yes we have kind of ingrained in our culture to over deliver and over communicate with the customers, right? Um, but if you, if you do that to the detriment of the hours that you're billing for that customer you, you just won't be able to do it forever. Well, like, it's it, going to
2: stop. And and here's the point. I think uh, a lot of people come to us after they've gone to multiple different people yep. that were cheaper, Yep. okay, and they're like, wow, y'all are so expensive. Well, we do it right. Yeah, exactly. right? <laughs> Like, <laughs> And it's expensive to do it right, yeah. you know. you got to have the expertise,
1: and you've got to spend the right time. Yeah. I can say, like, the, the market price for PPC right now, like, Bare minimum is too low. Oh yeah. Right? yeah, you cannot manage a PPC account for two hundred dollars a month. No, you can't. You can't. You can't spend the time. I don't even. Even if you're fifty dollars an hour, that's only four hours a month that you're spending on that campaign. That's tight, right? So, uh, so, so people, you need to know that you, it's a time thing. It's it a takes time. time. Yeah, and and the more expertise you're going to get applied to it the more expensive the time is. and you
2: know. Yeah, you're, you're looking at the wrong numbers. You, you look at how much money you're going to make yep. if we can get the leads down and all that and run the math that way, yep. then going, oh, well, this is going <coughs> to cost me X. So, you know? so uh,
1: a business owner who's kind of focused on their own bottom line could look at it this way, right? So if I hire this company and they're 20%, you know, let's you say uh, half the cost of this other company, yes, I might save 50%. But in this industry, you typically give three to six months to anybody, right? Right. If you're giving them three or six months and it doesn't work, you've lost three to six months of additional revenue. Manny just chimed in. He said his traffic went from 200 visits per month to 100,000 visits per month. What's the lead generation? What's the revenue? And if you don't make that happen in those three to six months, the biggest expense isn't even what you're paying them or us. It's the opportunity cost—the value cost. yeah. that you could have generated yeah. uh, for your business. <coughs> yeah. I, don't Did I get sick
2: or no, no, good. I water went down the wrong um, throat. So I, yeah. No, I, I think the the opportunity cost is really what uh, you want to look at, yeah. and and that's what you need to figure out when you're going into it, and and also in PPC, people are like, hey. Like I want to spend 200 bucks a month and yeah. it's like, there's certain thresholds, <laughs> there's certain, no, I mean, yeah, it may no, no. there's certain thresholds for different things that you want to do. And so a lot of times people come to us and they're like, I want this or I want that. And the reason we started doing the profit plans right. is because it's basically like an hour to two or two of consulting right. on the front end to come up with the right strategy. Right, right. I was actually on the phone with a guy today yeah. that was in a profit plan and you know, he came in with a bunch of different ideas of like what direction that he wants to go. Ultimately we left the call is going, I gotta figure out what I wanna do. Yeah. Cause we were trying to help formulate this strategy and we were kind of showing him where the pitfalls were and, and where the successes could be. And we gave him a better idea so he doesn't go down this rabbit hole and then uh, lose a bunch of money and time, time yeah. and then figure and, and have nothing to show for it. Mm-hmm. And so it's really, really important to to come up with what that strategy is. Find out where you want to go and then work backwards from that yeah. angle. And and that's what we hope you do.
1: Yeah, and that's the part of that. Uh, we call it from problems to profits. What problems are you having and what profits are you missing out on? So, yeah. That's well,
0: uh, good. You it, got your voice
1: back. <laughs> <laughs> or most I, of it. I was going to
0: ask you if there's anything else you'd like to add, but I think we've covered. Yeah. I've, I've I feel
2: it. like I've gotten to know you better in yeah. this process. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I didn't know that I was a radar jammer or something. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Know yeah. A lot of the
0: stuff. No, and I and I just think everything's great and now our listeners you know going to have a better idea and you know I, like the big thing too is like you know showing that you trust Eweb results with your other company that you know you started in 91. So yeah. it's even older than Eweb. Yeah. yeah. That's right. the
2: best thing you could have if you're starting an e-commerce business to have an internet marketing company that you own yep. and that you can put your resources to. I mean really that's <laughs> a lot of our strategy is we're, we're we're managing some some bigger clients, we're helping people out and then we're we're using the internet marketing experience we have to start other businesses and and yep. make more revenue streams, and we'll, so, you'll
1: see more with info products. You're going to see yeah. more with a with a lot. The book being kind of the yeah. I don't know. This is almost the tipping point of the <laughs> info product side of things.
0: Well, all right, that wraps up another episode of Marketing to Niches podcast. I like it, number three. Um, next week I still
1: don't know how you made two and I'm not
0: (laughs) (laughs) next week maybe Chris will be here (laughs) you're in Russia (laughs) yeah then the other one you were on a phone call (laughs) Um, no uh, thanks again for you know for letting sit down and interview you and find out you know what internet market the history of internet marketing from your standpoint
2: we'll have to do another one and dive into your other company uh-huh. About okay you think yeah probably people yeah. have an interest in that
0: no i mean with this podcast that's what's great is we can we can go into different niches so we you know we can look at plumbing you can look at neutral real estate yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. selling c60 SES research yeah <laughs> shameless plug sorry <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you i'll pay you later <laughs> Uh, but anyways uh, you know that wraps up our episode so uh, alright thank you bye bye thank you Slightly raised up eyebrow high